Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Tim Murray is, of course, the host of VSIN Live. VSIN Primetime Live, I should say, each and every night. From 6 until 9 Eastern on VSIN, the host of VSIN's College Football Gambling Podcast. All right, Tim, let's let's start here. I had under, <laughs> I had under 32 and a half, and I, so I waited for Army to block the punt, and then when Army blocked the punt, I took Navy live at plus 150. I still have no idea how they lost that game. Yeah, you give up, uh, what, 150 yards of offense and you lose. I mean, at uh, one that's... point I was looking in the third quarter, Army was averaging 1.9 yards per play. Well, Army's offense, as the game wore on, was we can't run, so let's just drop back, throw up passes, yeah. and hope for penalties. And that's ultimately what got them into field position to kick the game-tying field goal. And... Yeah, you get a block punt. I think they had eight yards of offense in the first half, and they led at halftime seven to three, which I knew I was in trouble. But and then you know Navy gets the the lone offensive touchdown of the game to go up ten seven in the third quarter. I want to yeah, say yeah, that that was second half because that was my favorite. It was like fullback trap, and there's yeah. just nothing like watching a fullback throw his head back and run into the wind like 75 just, yards. It just broke yes. open, and I thought, all right, we're good. Navy's defense Same. is Navy's defense, and Navy's defense is the real deal. I mean, it, it's really good. Um, and, you know, ultimately you go to overtime, and in overtime, obviously anything can happen. And then, you know, for, for underbetters, it was brutal because you had two offensive plays and two touchdowns. I would have gone for two personally. I, I always feel like, especially in this day and age where the third overtime is the two-point conversion off. Yes. And then the second overtime, you have to go for two anyways. When you've got an opportunity there to win – despite you being down one, that's your time to use your best two-point conversion play. I would have gone for two. Uh, they kicked the extra point and then, you know, fumble at the goal line and Army's able to kick the game-winning field goal, which ultimately led to the firing of Ken Yamatololo. And there we are. some well, ridiculous reason. Well, that's what I, I wanted to ask you, Tim. You're, you were, you, you've been in the past close with that program. Um, was that a fireable offense? Because ultimately... If he beats Army, I don't. You, you don't fire the Navy coach after you beat Army. Like it doesn't no. happen. Same vice versa. You don't beat fire the Army coach if you beat Navy. 
No, and and uh, the athletic director for Navy, Chet Gladchuk, said, you know, the the loss to Army wasn't, you know, the the determining factor. I, BS. I mean, there, there's no well, way. Didn't he say the same thing when he fired behind Kenny's back? He fired Ivan the, Jasper, yeah. offense coordinator, and then Kenny Matalolo went to the athletic director. This was last year, and asked if. Ivan Jasper can come back as a quarterback's coach. He relented and allowed it to happen. Um, look, I, I don't know all the inner workings of everything there. As you mentioned, you know, I, I was on the Navy broadcast team for three years. Uh, I'm not going to pretend like I was there every day. I was just on the broadcast team, but followed the team very closely. I've interviewed Ken a handful of times. Um, but, you know, big picture and I think this is kind of what has been the perception when you've seen the articles be written from, you know, John Feinstein and Heather Dinich and, and others who have, have written, written some articles and talked to Ken, Bill Wagner at the, uh, at the Capitol Gazette there in Annapolis. It's, you know, what do you expect? You know, it's kind of a situation. I'm trying to think of a fair, uh, an apt comparison because, you know, the COVID year, obviously, let's take a step back, right? When you're when you're at a military academy, when you're a service academy, it, it's a different ball game, right? There's no NIL money, and especially now more than ever, like there's no transfer portal for you. You correct. can lose players to the transfer portal because remember this: if you go to Navy, and I think any service academy, you don't sign your agreement for service until after your second year. So essentially, you can roll after your first or second year, scot-free, and say, all right, I'm out. I'm going into the portal. So you can lose players. You can't gain players. Um, they were incredibly young because of you know the COVID year. They did not allow their players to utilize the COVID year, but Air Force and Army did. So you're already kind of dealing with a, you know an uneven playing field there. And, and the, the, what it all comes down to, too, is like, you know, we all have eyes, and I know a lot of people probably didn't watch Navy all that intently. Um, but down the stretch, all you want, guys, is your team to be playing better. You lost by three to Notre Dame and dominated the second half. You beat UCF. Those are their final two regular season games. Okay, you lost to Army in that fashion in double overtime. The guy went 109-83 and at the Naval Academy. Went to 11 bowl games, had an eight-game winning streak over Army, ultimately went 10-5 and against Army, beat Notre Dame three times, which, if you recall, prior to 2007, Navy had lost 44 consecutive games but who was to Notre Dame. So I just don't know. It's, it's, it's like, be careful what you wish for, man. Like, what else can you ask for? And, you know, Coach Ken has kind of said in, in some of the articles out there, basically – you know, he asked, all right, give me one more year. I've got one year left on my contract. We've got young team. I think 18 starters are coming back. Give me one more year. If we don't exceed expectations, I'll resign. And they wouldn't allow that to happen. I, I don't understand why. And then the last thing, you fired him in the locker room? I mean, that was so bizarre to read. Why? Yeah. Like, we couldn't why? wait until Sunday? This is the greatest coach in school history. He's been there for 25 years. He's the most winningest coach in school history. Everything that I've already mentioned. Did you have a guy that you were ready to hire? You couldn't wait. And as he said, you know, as Coach Ken said in, in a lot of the articles, guys, he had already, you just lost the Army, man. Like, this is the worst loss. This is the worst outcome of the entire year, right? You could be 11-0 and going into that game. You lose the Army, it's the worst. 
Well, and especially in the fashion where we just laid it out. Like, they were just controlling fire him. the game. If you're yeah. going to fire him, like you said, fire him on Monday, fire him on Sunday in the locker room where I'm sure emotions were high, I'm sure guys were crying. You know, give him the decency. He has earned, at very least, the decency to not get fired in the locker room at Lincoln Financials. I, I just, none of that makes sense to me. We'll see what they do moving forward. And, you know, look, the Tennessee area, you know, where you guys are, Tennessee's been very fruitful to the Naval Academy. Oh, Memphis. He, he, at Memphis one point, specifically. He had, I think, four straight captains from Memphis. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you know, Memphis, they've gotten a lot of guys from Memphis. Um, and I am curious because when they came into the AAC, like that was when Numatololo really had it rolling. 14 and 2 in the AAC the first two years. Yeah. Think about that. And it was 14 and 2. It was they a, went down to Memphis. Sorry to interrupt. I think if I remember correctly, they went to Memphis when Paxton Lynch and company, I think, were undefeated. And I want to say they rolled them. That sounds right. 2015. Something like that. Yeah, I don't think Memphis beat him for the first time till 2017. I want to say maybe, Um, but what? Forty-five twenty, and they were and they were at the time the thirteenth team in the country, and one, two, three, four, five, seven, uh, eight, and a. Yeah, why bring it up? Because like Navy was a real asset for the American Athletic Conference there for a while, Um, and. It's still, you know, I would argue the one national brand say, the league it still has. has to be the biggest brand, right? Um, and you I know, guess Navy football. We yeah. talk about it a lot on this show. Like the AAC needs Memphis to be good. You know, I think in some ways, you know, they need Navy to be good again. And I don't yeah. know if it's gonna. You know, I, you brought it up. Like I don't know if it's gonna be. I certainly don't think it's gonna. I certainly don't think it's gonna happen as often as Ken Numatololo did it there well, for a while. But Tim, in this era, you might you might have a better understanding. Aren't there a lot of people at Navy decision makers in particular that care about sports? Aren't they not really happy with the conference? Like I guess in the end, it all comes down to you see Army being able to make their own schedule, kind of make mm-hmm. their schedule schedule their ways to wins. It seems like that has also been a great source of frustration. Well, I think it's a great source of frustration in that Army kind of takes advantage of it. Yeah. But from everyone I've talked to, they've been very happy about the partnership with AAC, with the AAC because it gives you bigger games. You know, you're not playing, and I'm going to put down some random school. You're not playing, you know, Ball State on November 19th. You're playing Memphis. You know, you're playing UCF. You're, I mean, their schedule, it's not comparable to what Army plays because they are an independent. I mean, Army's not bowl eligible because they played their two of their wins are against FCS opponents, right? So, you know, that's, I think there was some frustration there uh, in that the schedule seemed a bit unfair when they would go play the Army Navy game. I remember my first year on the broadcast was 2016. Navy had to play in the AAC championship. Now they earned that right, right? They won they went seven and one. They played the AAC championship against Temple uh in Annapolis. They lost that game. Their quarterback got hurt and then they ended up losing to Army. But I don't think there's a sense of frustration with the American Athletic Conference. I actually think they're I haven't talked to anyone, you know, recently, but when I was a part of the broadcast team, they liked it because it gave them those big games. I mean, they upset number five Houston in Annapolis, you know. They went to Memphis and won. You know, they they had some really big wins over the years. 
And, you know, just kind of going back to the firing, and I know in college football it's a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately business, and the last three seasons have not been great for Navy. You know, four years ago when uh, Malcolm Perry was was the quarterback, they went 11-2. and two. They beat Kansas State in the bowl game. I mean, you know, it, it's just – Here. Yeah, in the Liberty Bowl. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it, it's – you know, for the conference, big picture, you know, for Memphis – I think this is, and you know, we could always eat our words because coaching, hiring, and firings is is often a a, a big miss by you know folks in the media like like myself. Um, but I don't know, man. I mean, it, it. I don't know who the who the magic man is next, but I mean, Ken was Ken was something. Uh, he was really really impressive, you know, over his fifteen plus years as the head coach of the Naval Academy. It just it seemed very short sighted to me. And, you know, if they're going to hire their defensive coordinator, Brian Newberry, who's done a really good job on the defensive side of the ball, okay, how is he running the offense, running that triple? So, you know, we'll see how it all plays out. But this was, you know, you just look at the outpouring from former players. This was not a decision that any of them wanted. You know, they were they were pretty upset. I can't imagine they want to sit in the locker room, but... You know. No. And, the, and by the way, they lost their starting quarterback, too. Like, yeah. they're... they're what do you expect from your team? You lost your starting quarterback, your top five in the country in run defense. You go down to uh, to the bounce house with, with UCF having something to play for, even though it was coming off of the two-lane win, and you beat them. That was their last regular season win. You know, I saw one odds maker in town tweet out, you know, he upgraded Navy 10 points as the year went on. That's a lot. I mean, that's one of the more substantial upgrades of a college football team as the year went on and he got fired you know so i don't know it's uh it's a very interesting decision and uh yeah we'll see you know obviously you know you know malcolm uh malcolm perry i believe went to high school in tennessee uh but was from kentucky i I think he was a feel like he was from an army family so he was always moving around but keenan reynolds is from uh, the state of Tennessee. I mean, like we mm-hmm. said, a lot of big time players at Navy were from Tennessee. Yeah, uh, Perry went. He's from like Clarksville. It's like, like not too far from here. Well, no, Clarksville's like past in between like Nashville and Chattanooga. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm mixing them up. Um, all right. Uh, I'm curious, Tim. Mm-hmm. What do you make of you know like this gap between the end of the you know, the conference championship games and went and the playoff and the bowl games. Like, I don't know. We were talking about it on the show yesterday, how, you know, like that Heisman ceremony, like I don't even bother watching it anymore. Cause Neither like, I just, I. you know, I just, I'll just, I just want to know who the winner is. I don't By the way, who finished second? I believe Duggan. Duggan. All right. Good for yeah. him. Yeah. Um, if obviously it's the, the tradition of the sport is new year's Eve, new year's day. Does it take some of the wind out of the sails having the large gap in your mind? You know, it does a little bit for sure. Um, You know, I feel like these bowl games this weekend are sneaking up on you because you've got the transfer portal being what it is now. The signing day is December 21st. I think I saw quotes from, I think it was Jake Dickert, the head coach of Washington State, talking about his team's in L.A., and every night he's basically going to be leaving L.A. to go recruit. So it, it, it's unfortunate for some of the schools that have to play early on uh, with the signing day. But it does. However, I'm just looking ahead to two years from now and envisioning 
the build up to this weekend when we have 12 teams mm. is going to be remarkable yeah. all right we're going to have four conference or four campus sites and we're going to have some big games and it's going to be great and it's no knock look i'm going to be a part of a broadcast on on saturday uh, for the Vegas Bowl. So, I mean, I'm excited for it, but I, I get it. Well, you I know? mean, to oh. your point, I know this to be true. Uh, Ole Miss didn't want the Vegas Bowl solely because of recruiting this weekend. They wanted a game after the recruiting period ended, despite the fact that they kind of wanted to go to Vegas. Like, it had everything to do with the calendar. Yeah, it, it's, 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 especially the Power Five schools, it puts them at a, at a bit of a disadvantage. You know, they're trying to prepare for a bowl game and you're also out there recruiting and trying to figure out who's in the portal, recruiting your own players. So I don't know. I, I feel like at some point, and I, I, you know, at some point, I feel like the the early signing day may go away, especially with the playoff starting in you know mid December, you know, moving forward. Um, but yeah, I, I think because you know, let's be honest. I, I mean, I think the three of us. Are, I mean, I'm excited about the Cure Bowl. You got a top 25 matchup on Friday. I don't know if a lot of people know that. I mean, <laughs> I mean listen, your you boy's know? excited about the Bahamas Bowl. Oh, I, got yeah. a, I got a chance to hashtag fade the Mac in bowl games. It's like one of my, it's like, I, this is the ultimate. I will officially not, cr- like, I can't wait for the season to end. If the Mac has a good bowl season, like, I'm officially done with college football for this year. <laughs> I'm just going to take a break. I'm going to take like eight months off, and then I'll come back and see it in September. So, yeah, but to answer your question, Mark, I, I do think overall it's yeah. There, there's certainly some some buzz, not not no, totally there yet. And I think look, people watch them. I watch them. There's a reason bowl games are on during the holidays. The ratings are always pretty good, but they're just you know in the eyes of a lot of people, they think they're worthless. You know, you got opt outs, you got transfer situations. So people kind of, I, I feel like, have a collective eye roll when it comes to the bowl season. Not me, but I think collectively, what that's is, where we're at. What is the top 25 matchup this weekend? Troy, Troy and, and UTSA. Uh, yeah. Oh, they're both in the top 25? Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, oh, it's a Friday 25. night game, too, or Friday, Friday afternoon. Day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, wow. The Duluth Trading Cure Bowl. Interesting. I don't know why we couldn't get that at nighttime. Maybe it has to do with the FCS playoffs or something like that, but. Uh, yeah, you got a CUSA uh, versus Sunbelt championship. It's an ESPN game, game right? Yeah. It's uh, NBA. Yeah, that's uh, NBA's oh, Friday night. Go. Yeah. God, thank you. Yeah. yeah, we See, also. That's what happens when you live in an NBA town like yeah. you guys. I'm and, like, oh, yeah. And then, Jeffrey, the Bahamas Bowls at 11 oh, yeah. 30 nothing, nothing. or 10.30 the only, Central. The only problem is Popeyes doesn't sponsor anymore. When it was the Papa, Popeyes Bahama Bowl, it was pretty yeah, much. Hometown like, Lenders has yeah. taken over the cause. And do we think. Uh, Toss-up, will Hometown Lenders be a company in five years? Uh, <laughs> Those are always my favorite. It's like, look at bowl sponsors and yeah, predict whether it. or not they'll be around. Yeah. Uh, hometown how's, Lenders. How's, how's Insight.com doing these days? Oh, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. We got Was- the Wasabi Fenway Bowl. I feel like Wasabi will be around, that right? Bowl, by the way, that bowl game is amazing because you've They've got They've never Louisville. played it yet, have they? You, yeah, last year's game was canceled due to COVID situation. I forget which team had it. And and now you've got Louisville against Cincinnati. <sighs> Louisville's coach left to go to Cincinnati. But my, also, my favorite is like he's not coaching either team. Yeah. he's just he's gonna watch that game from from I presume the the skybox. Who are some of the other great ones? Gallery Furniture. Oh, like, well, well, is GalleryFurniture.com still a thing? I'm not sure. I, the one you're calling, Tim. 
Uh, I have some, you know, the five-year rule, SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl. Yeah, baby. You know, that's, uh, there's some, that question marks. Yeah, some question marks about that one. I got to uh, 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 I mean, roofclaim.com, Boca Raton Bowl. They've, they've, they've been a – that also feels like definitely like – I'm, we're I'm not, boarding we're not, a <laughs> – boys, I'm boarding a plane, and I won't be on the show next week because I'm going to be on the call of the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, baby. So <laughs> – that that business potatoes ain't going have anywhere. staying power. Yeah. I mean, come on. Well, and that that is one everyone's the, eating potatoes. That's one of the great traditions when they dump the 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 cold fries. fries. Like that's yeah. I like that one better than the mayo one. Like I get the mayo thing, but uh, the at least the the fries one's a little more. The cheese it dump. Now we get two bowls. Cheese well, it sponsoring two bowl games. Cheese it. You can't also do the thing where you can't go from sponsoring a game in Phoenix to sponsoring a game in Orlando. I can't two do, games in Orlando. I can't the do way. the math on that. You know what I mean? And you know, I mean, the biggest travesty to bowl season is that the Outback Bowl is no more. I know. I know. Was it ReliaQuest? ReliaQuest. And that's the game that— And that may not get played. No, No, it sounds like Mississippi State's going to play. Win one for the Gipper? Yeah, it sounds like Mississippi State's going to play. All right, Tim, we appreciate it. We will— Probably won't see you till after the holidays. Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. We'll uh we'll we'll try to sneak one in before Christmas if you guys have some time. But uh, yeah, I'll be uh this time next week I'll be hanging out, freezing my uh my my butt off on the sidelines of uh, the potato bowl. And you you know how to say Boise, right? Boise. Boise. There you go. That was one thing I got corrected a lot in college. There was like mm. three people from Boise. It's like, no, it's Boise. It's like, wait, <laughs> it's what? Uh Tim, Don't- appreciate it, man. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.